everyone, welcome back. My name is Lynn Wilson. I'm glad you're here. Happy Tuesday. We're going to have another podcast with another topic with something else that the Lord has in store for us. I just heard a comment. Let's keep it real. And that's what we're going to do today. We have talked about in the past about taking off your mask and not pretending with the people that you need to be real with. And Ultimately, we need to be real with the Lord. We've talked about too how we feel like we can pretend and hide and he doesn't you know, hear or think or see what's happening because we're hiding and that is not the truth. We are always, 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 um, we need to remember. He sees our heart, he hears our thoughts, he sees our actions, he's with us, everything that we do. And it's almost like kind of scary when you think about that I'll do things and I'll go, oh great, I guess he just saw me think that, say that, react that way, or whatever the case might be. So we're going to have a two-part of this. We're going to cover this this week, and then next week I'll bring you back. We're going to go over it again. And we're going to talk about, Are you? do you have a peaceful home? Oh, sometimes I have a really peaceful home, and other times it's like World War III over there. How about you? And you know, you might be a family of one and say, well, of course I have a peaceful home, it's just me. Do you really? Are your thoughts full of peace? Is your attitude peaceful? Is your home peaceful that if I knocked on the door and popped in right now, that I would have that atmosphere of peacefulness when I came in? Is your house a place that's a safe haven to others? Is your home a place of ministry that someone could come over and have a cup of tea, have a cup of coffee and cry if they needed to cry or, or to maybe vent, maybe they're frustrated and they come to you to vent and they just need to talk through something and the Lord can use your home and your place, your kitchen table, your couch as a place for prayer to happen, for restoration to happen, for someone to have an opportunity to be able to walk with the Lord closer because of the atmosphere that you have created in your home. So I have three questions for you today. Right now, do you have a peaceful home? Again, it doesn't matter the size of the family. It depends on the attitude that's in the home. Number two, who have you been inviting into your home? We're gonna cover that in a little bit. And number three, who is camping out for the long duration in your home? Now, you might say, well, you know, it's just me and my husband and my kids, or we're gonna talk about more than just the family members that are living in your home, of who you've invited and who's sticking around for a long duration that you need to kick out today. You know, over the years, you know, you hang out with other people, whether they have, you know, they're married couples or they're single family homes or, they have children in the home and there's difficult times. We've had times in our home where we have felt fear. We have felt um, possibly some neglect of emotions. Um, there are times where my husband and I have both maybe not been right with the Lord or walking with the Lord that has definitely not created a peaceful home. Now you might have a moment in your home that it's just a bad day. It might be a bad moment, a bad decision was made. That's completely different. I'm talking about the overall feel of your home. We've also talked about that your home is not the two by four that you live in. Your home is also you, the Lord dwells in us. So where, wherever you go, you're bringing your home with you. If somebody were to walk up to you and you know, six feet apart, you're together, three feet apart, you're together and wanna to talk to you about something, do they feel at home 
with you? Can they feel comfortable enough to say, hey, I need prayer, or hey, I'd like to know about salvation, or I'm really struggling with something and, and I, I'm not sure what God's really trying to teach me at this very moment. Can they feel at home to talk to you? When they come into your house, do you make them feel like they have to wait on the doorstep? I've had that happen where, you know, I've given a knock on the door and it popped in. I know the pop-in is not really popular anymore. That used to be a thing, just pop over. Now everybody wants to schedule an appointment, but if you were to pop in, do you feel like you have to wait on my front doorstep and I'm not going to invite you in because I'm too busy? That's a bad place to be. Our homes are really ultimately a reflection of our testimony and it doesn't matter what we're going through at the time. We could be struggling ourselves with fear and different things like that. And you know, life is kind of uncertain right now, but there's an underlying current that should always be in our life. And that's the truths that we know from the Lord. I'll have a day, I might have a moment where I'm a little bit more fearful or a little bit more unsettled. You know, some days you're just weepy for no reason or, or you wake up on the wrong side of bed and you just know it and you're crabby. And again, that's a momentary thing. But the underlying current is I know that my strength comes from the Lord. Some of the things that we've talked about and we're this whole season since the beginning of the year, we have talked about building our homes. We've talked about a wise woman builds her home. And I said, we're going to paraphrase that, that a wise person builds their home. We talked about building our house on the rock in a safe place, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. He needs to be the rock and the center and the ultimate foundation of our home. We've also talked about, think on these things. What are we thinking about? What types of thoughts are we putting into our head? What are we watching? What pages are we turning? Who are we listening to? Who's influencing us? Who's stirring the pot that has not been creating a peaceful environment for you? Many of us, I know myself, you start out when you have your first apartment or you first get married and you're creating your home. You have these dreams and visions of what you want your family, your home life to be. You just have this, you know, I'll sit and even now I'll sit and daydream about, oh, I'd love to do this and I'd love to do that. And we pick out the perfect furniture. We get the right paint color. You know, you have to have the right pillows on the couch and position the couch in a certain way. We even fill our pantries to make sure that we have plenty of food and provisions. We buy the linens that we want. You know, everything has to be just so. We pick out all these perfect things. We plant a garden. Uh, we put up a mailbox. This is now the Wilson home. And I have a mailbox and I'm so proud. This is my home, come on in my home. We do all these wonderful things to make our house a beautiful home. When we built the home, we furnished it just perfectly. We've painted it perfectly. We've gotten all the things that we've wanted to do, but did we forget something? Well, I have furniture, I have food, I've got a kitchen table, I have a coffee pot. I, you know, I have the Bible on the coffee pot, uh, on the coffee table, and I have decorations, and what else is there? I have a nice garden outside, I've got the mailbox. Well, let's look in Proverbs 24, three through four. By wisdom, a house is built, and by understanding, it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. A house is built, by wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. How many of us have invited things into our home that don't belong there? We've invited people in our home that do not belong there. We're gonna talk about this a little bit more next week. But how many of us have invited things in our home? Well, what do you mean by things? Are there books in your home or magazines that shouldn't be there? 
that are causing a rift in the family. If you're a married couple, are there magazines that are inappropriate that are in your home? And I'm not going to name what type they are, but anything that can cause an unrest in your home needs to leave. Are there books in your home that don't belong there? Are there movies in your home? Well, it's not really that bad if it's a movie that you can't say that you could invite the Lord to sit and watch with you. It doesn't belong there. Anything that's going to cause some unrest in your home, you don't want it in the home. Even if you're a family, a single family, you need to make sure that home environment, that when you go home, you don't have someone else necessarily saying to you, hey, Lynn, do you think that's appropriate, that movie? Do you think that book is appropriate? Do you think that thing over there is appropriate? I might not have a physical person always telling me and you know, sort of holding me accountable. As a single person, I might not have that person in my home. So I need to be extra diligent to make sure that when I invite someone in my home, have I had the place laid out correctly? It doesn't matter if your couch is brand new with brand new cushions on it or if it's 10 years old and you got it at the thrift store and there might be one or two stains on it and a little tear, it doesn't matter. When you invite someone in your home, they're not gonna care what the couch looks like, but they are gonna care about the atmosphere that they're going to feel there and the ministry that they're gonna need from you in that home. The couch is only a place for them to sit, but what happens after that, that's what's going to count. Again, by wisdom, a house is built and by understanding, it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. How many of us have brought a computer into our home, a tablet into our home, our cell phones into our homes, the TV into our home? We're going to go over this some more next week, but you can see where I'm going. What have we invited into our home? Who is the guest that's staying in our home? on a permanent basis that doesn't belong there. Well, I don't have anybody, I'm, I'm by myself, I'm just me and my two kids, there's no one else here. When you turn on that TV, who have you now invited into your home? Who is filling your head with things? Are you thinking on these things? Is what you're listening to truth? Are you listening and reading things, whether it's on a tablet or computer that are not appropriate? Are they truth or are they lies? Are you listening to your friend's influence? They're all, you know, on the bandwagon about some new topic and you're, yeah, I got to do that same thing. Or have you taken a stand for yourself and said, I do not agree with that. So many of our churches are falling apart right now because everybody has a mission of their own. We are to be of like mind. If we are all filled with the Holy Spirit, we should all be thinking alike. We do have our own opinions. I like one color, you like another color. I like a certain ice cream, you like a certain ice cream. That's our opinion. That is something that's okay. But when it starts interfering with ministry happening, I need to step aside and shut my mouth and be a team player or get out. If you're sitting in a church that's falling apart, how many of us have had that over the past two years? Because everybody has an opinion and no one wants to stand up for themselves. They're all jumping on the bandwagon. Well, these people are saying that, maybe I'll go that direction. And these people are saying that and you're being pulled in that direction. What are you allowing into your home and into your life that is not truth? We're gonna close with just several verses. I don't wanna talk anymore about is your home peaceful, but I do wanna leave you that question at the end of this. Is your home a peaceful home? Is your life a peaceful life. Can you say overall that you have peace in your life? Or are you completely full of unrest? 
listen to some of these verses, go back and meditate the, on them for the next week. And next week, we're going to talk a little bit more about these verses and go into it in a little bit of a further matter. So in Deuteronomy 28.6, blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out. Is that how you feel when you come in and out of my home and my life? Joshua 1.5, I will be with you. I will never leave you or forsake you. Luke 10.5, peace be to this house. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. 1 Samuel 25, 6, peace be to you and peace to your house and peace be to all that you have. Psalm 24, 4, give us clean hands and pure hearts. We're going to go back to Proverbs 24, 3 through 4. By wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. By knowledge the rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. Hebrews 3, 4. For every house is built by someone, but God is the builder of everything. Acts 2, 46. They broke bread together, and they ate together with glad and sincere hearts. Joshua 24:15 As for me and my house we will serve the Lord. John 13:34 Love one another as I have loved you. 1 Corinthians 13 Love is patient, love is kind. Lamentations 3:23 His mercies are new every morning. Ephesians 4:2 Always be humble and gentle, be patient with each other, making allowances for each other's faults because of your love. We're going to close with just a few more verses here. John 13, 14 through 15. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Proverbs 22, 6. Train up a child in the way they should go, and when they are older, they will not depart from it. Psalm 45, 1. God is our shelter and our strength. And Jeremiah 29:11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. It is to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. This podcast is all about hope for the future. Hope for today. Right now in this moment that you're in and to plan for tomorrow and for the future of you serving the Lord, the King of Kings. We talked about verses in here and we're gonna go into it further in the next week or two. Take a stand for what's right declare in your home that it's going to be filled with peace. It's going to be filled with the Lord Jesus Christ. Your life is going to be the same thing. I wanted to flood you with Bible verses. If nothing else that you get out of this podcast, God's word is what we need. I think we've gotten away from God's word. We go to books, we go to people, we go to church, we go to all these resources when all we need to go back to is his word. Look how many verses that I just read off to you. That's probably a dozen verses for you to meditate on this week to realize that it's all about him. And if he's not in it, you're not going to have peace. So the next time you're having an argument, is the Lord in it? The next time your house feels like there's not peace in it, is the Lord in it? The next time your life feels empty and there's no peace, is he in it? Thanks so much for joining me. I can't wait to talk to you next week on the next podcast.